Good evening and welcome to On Base and Off Point with Vinnie Marshall and J.R. Herb. Life in the deep end. What's happening, my friend? Not much. What's happening with you? It's been a great week. It has been a great week. A lot of happenings oh going on. Oh my goodness. We have enough happenings for a podcast and a half. We have to because there's no pod next week. So y'all, oh, bummer. enjoy this week because this is um, going to have to last you a good two weeks. Bummer. I didn't know. I didn't get the memo. Something's going... Oh, I'm playing at the phrase next week. Oh, well, that's good. I've got a gig. You, what? <laughs> I know. What? Does your mother know? <laughs> She's Yeah, she'll be there. She'll be there. She'll be there. She's going to come from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, she'll be there. Actually, I think they might be. They Are might you serious? Out. Yeah, I think they might come out. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, well, you know, you're not on that, that, that rotation anymore. So, you know, when they, when they put no, you on the rotation... No, but I do play. I've, I've got to get... It's like uh, yeah. there's a, there's events. We're coming to see JR's you. JR's playing? Mom, I'm not dying. He's playing bass? He's, well, this is like the good old days. We we must travel. It's a good four we, hours. We must travel to see him. Yeah, four hours. It's like, you know how many people travel four hours and think they're going, you know, flipping? Oh, my God. There's there's people that come to the music store that come from about 25 minutes away, and they call on the phone and go, first of all, are you open? Well, I did answer the phone. <laughs> uh, you know, and then then I, I, I need to know if, if my book is here because I don't want to drive that far to get... Lady, are you not going from, you know, from Chicago to L.A.? You know, you're going like like 25 minutes away. Holy crap. Yeah, all right. Well, I, I, di- I digress. So anyways, we're going to talk about Sting tonight. One of my favorite all-time, yeah, musicians. I mean, it's not like he's the most recorded bass player ever. But I will say this. He's got a great book of music. Oh, he's got a fantastic you book know, of music. And he... He just released a new um, album called My Songs. Oh, I haven't heard that yet. That's right. Yeah, it's 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 very nice. I like it. I want to say an enigma because last week we talked about Getty Lee, right? And we're like, Getty Lee, this guy can sing and he can play bass, play the foot pedals, and with Sting, there's a lot of similarities. Yeah, but the the with well, I don't know. I was just going to say with with Rush, there's not all this angsty stuff. With Sting, there's this angsty, vo- like like fields of gold, or or you know, or things where it's like, I don't, I, mean, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. No, I, I think there's there's a um, good point that you make because he's so diverse. There's like this punk element. If you listen to the Police, oh yeah, back in the day, they were kind of a reggae punk band that do, was you know 80s and. Do you realize turned, that when, when he ahead. started when he started that ba- when he started with that band? He didn't sing very well back back then. They, I can't, they, imagine. They, I can't they believe to, that. They had to teach him teach him to sing, if I understand correctly. I wish someone would teach, teach me. Well, no. <laughs> Who taught him? I, I need to find that person. <laughs> there's there's no hope for us. There's there's no hope for us. There's there's don't sing. there's no there there the, the, the most people don't know that when the Moses came down with the Ten Commandments, he came down with the five musician rules, and the first one is thou shalt not give Vinny a microphone to sing. And they're I, all going, I, I who is this Vinny person? I'm pretty sure it's the fifth. <laughs> the fifth. It's not the first. You're exaggerating. It's the fifth. Well, yeah, maybe. maybe. But, but the, the point is, is that if you give me a microphone and tell me to sing, you, you first of all, you lose any bass playing that you might get from me. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. And then the second part of it is, is that, that what you hear, you're going, please, for the love of God, can you play bass? So, please. So, to get off on a tangent. I'm deployed with the Air Force band. It's the um, Absent band, and we're we're down in Doha. It's some school. It's the American school in Doha. 
principal comes up to me. He wants to say, hey, we, we need to do you know, this thing, make an announcement. And he's talking to my ear, and I understand everything. So I go out to tell the lead singer, hey, we it's somebody's birthday. We have to you know, make an announcement about this guy's birthday. It's going to be a big deal. It's going to be great. And as I'm playing, like you're playing right now, I cannot speak. <laughs> I'm just like... Because <laughs> I'm playing. We're in the middle of the set. I'm it's, in the middle of it's, playing it's something. It's like uh, uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio and Wolf of Wall Street when he was when he had did all those uh, quaaludes. <laughs> so, so Quez is singing, and he's like, what? What do you want? <laughs> I'm going, did Sing Gung Missing go? Hey, because uh, I'm playing bass and I can't think because I'm playing <laughs> bass. I can't speak. Well, don't don't feel bad. I, I uh, not to interrupt your story, but no, but it's I, true. I, I, had, I, had, the, I had the NCOIC of the rock band in, in Japan come up to me and start asking me questions while I'm playing. <laughs> so he goes, Vinny. What's going on with the next tune? I'm going, well, um, <laughs> he, goes, he, he goes, you got to keep playing. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it just completely stopped. He goes, remind me not to talk to you while you're playing. <laughs> it's like, I told you, dude, don't do that, man. So, so, so it's just, he's, he's howled me ever since his big joke is, I have to make an announcement. <laughs> like you're real funny. Make an announcement. Make an announcement. <laughs> you were making any sense at all. You were just like gibberish. What were you saying? But it's amazing that like guys like Sting or Getty Lee, Getty Lee, these guys, they can sing just incredible lines and, and play lines against and it. Play super cool bass lines. I don't know how they do that. I don't know. It's just, there's just no way. So I'm listening and I, I really like the old police stuff. Um, what's your, what's your favorite police song? I got a couple, but, but it's, 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 it's kind of goes all, I mean, the, the driven to tears one. I like, um, driven to tears, is, uh, yeah, canary that, in a coal mine or, you know, it's all Zenyatta stuff. Yeah, I love yeah, the Zenyatta yeah, yeah. stuff. I really like, uh, it from the same album, Miss Grandeco. Yep. That's that's a, a, an all-time fave of mine. Um, the first album was also awesome. Was that Outlandish DMR? No, no, that's a, no, no, no. Um, yeah, that was Outlandish. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, all I want is to be next to you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like this. It's just, it's, this is this is the thing. Though. This is what I love about Sting and his whole groove. Is it? There's this punk thing. Sure. Then there's this reggae thing. And then there's this pop thing with like some of the tunes they had off of Synchronicity. Right. King of Pain. What was the big one off of that one? Oh, Every Breath You Every Take. Every Breath You Take. Yep. You know, and then he breaks into a solo career and he, his first solo album has all these jazz players on yep. it. Yep. Omar Hakim and Daryl Jones, Kenny Kirkland and Brad, and Brad from ourselves. There's a really. Dream of the Blue Turtles. That song was up for best jazz tune. Yep. Of the year when it came out, and he was embarrassed that it was up there, but it was he had the players on there. Well, and, and the thing is, Kenny, Kenny Kirkland was it Kenny Kirkland? Kenny Kirkland piano. He died. He passed. Oh! He passed away. That guy was. He was ridiculous. Uh, and they were playing a a, a, a synclavier then then where they were you know mm -hmm. they were programming all stuff. Synclavier, yeah, yeah synclavier. Um, when they did uh, the Russian tune. 
when the when the uh, yeah, it was uh, your that. your children love. Yeah, yeah, uh, hope yeah. the Russians love their yeah, children, children too, or, or whatever, something like yeah. that. But they but they used all that stuff, all that technology. But the the interesting thing about that with the Dream of Blue Turtles album is. All those guys, Branford and Daryl Jones. Daryl Jones went on to do stuff with uh, the Who and uh, with uh, the Rolling Stones. He's been, the, yeah, you he know, was. He's, long he's, he's like he's like a like the guy. You yeah, know? but he he played with Miles Davis right, before right, that. Right, right. He's a badass. Jazz he's a badass musician. jazz player. Well, you got Branford. That's Miles a guy Dallas. we should we should highlight. Is like you know maybe, maybe like next that. time. Yeah, it's like Daryl Jones because it's like, well, he was. Oh, he was the bass player of the Rolling Stones. That's what he's known for. Right, and playing with, with Sting. Sting. He played with Miles, Miles. Davis, yeah. man. He's a badass. <laughs> yeah, that that kind of stuff where you, where you have somebody like that. But the point to that point, yeah, he they got that 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 uh, castle or whatever, and they're living in that castle and they're rehearsing. If you remember the movie, the Dream of the Blue yes, Turtles, dream, yeah. But the the deal was that Omar Hakim and Daryl Jones and Branford Marcellus and Kenny Kirtland all had good careers in the jazz field. You know they were they were making. I mean, I'm sure they weren't making sting money, but they were making they were making good money for jazzers. They were household names in the in, jazz, in the community. jazz community. That's true. And Miles Copeland, um, Stuart Copeland's brother and Sting's manager, was talking about how Sting had to tell them, "You can't make the money that you think you're going to make with me because this is my my front, and you guys are you're just part of the band. Nobody." really knows you like they know me and obviously i can't look at them and say yeah nobody everybody knows branford Marsalis and nobody knows sting but it puts everything into perspective about the musicians that he's using how those musicians expect to be treated and how sting takes what he's doing and saying look you guys are important to what's going on i'm going to i'm going to to work with you because this is a creative juices thing type of thing where you're you're using those guys in their in advantage of what they do but he'd also look at branford marsalis and say you can't take 32 courses of a tune you have 12 bars to state your case and get out right so find something you want and do it because i don't have time to to placate you for for that many you know that much music now i think branford understood more of that than the other guys did well i remember when uh bring on the night came out right and kenny kirkland took a couple rides in there that were just i was in north texas at the time hanging out with some buddies listening to that when it first came out and we were like that's for real yeah yeah this is on sting's album but he's playing like these changes and he's doing the thing where you shift um, I forget what it's called. It's like you're shifting up a half step or down right. a half. I forget what it's called. It's real heavy. Right. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. Heavy Just solo. Stuff yeah. that yeah. People don't do. People don't do. Period. Dot. Let alone on Sting's album. Holy right. cow. Right. Kenny Kirkland. That's it's it's crazy. Oh. It, that that album still even though there's other yeah, ones oh, that I like. Bring in the night was fantastic. Everybody there. He had that was a burning album. But it, here and here's the here's the thing about that too. That album stood alone by itself. Fantastic, wonderful, right. amazing. Okay, how about Ten Sumner's Tales? That was a great album. That was fantastic. I wore that CD to fuck. Out was Vinnie Caliuta. Vinnie Caliuta yeah. was on that. Was on that mm. album. It was just ridiculous. One of the greatest drummers, if not the greatest yeah. drummer ever. This guy. You could make an argument. He was the greatest drummer of our time. Of our time, pretty easily. 
the yeah, be, the best no thing doubt. the best thing about Zappa, that I mean, uh, I mean he played with everybody and he's doing all this stuff like you know uh, seven brides for seven brothers he's playing in oh, seven yeah. St Augustine in hell which is another seven tune There's and tunes in five and a couple of tunes in five and in the the more you listen to these things as a musician you appreciate the time and you listen to it and you realize it's in, a, in, a, in an odd meter. As somebody just listening to it... Sounds nice. This sounds Ooh. nice. but It's a very nice light, but, nice right. tune. Yeah, and it, it and moves a little it, bit differently. As a musician, you listen to it, or better yet, someone transcribes it for a big band and you're you're like going, holy, holy crap, how do I make this sound? sound? Uh, right. And, settle and make it sound well, natural. It's really and, hard. And then you, to, then you top off that stuff where... Where Sting is singing against his bass line and singing in seven four, like the this, the, the tune Saint Augustine in Hell. Yeah, it's it's a great tune, and there's a great line in there. You know where they have uh, the, has has Lucifer come on and goes, relax, have a cigar. You know you're not alone, yeah. not not here, yeah. not in Hell. Uh, you know? uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. They say, okay, breaks over. You know, and, and comes back. back. To work, oh yeah. my God, the the organ line that they play before when he goes breaks over and they just bring it. It is so it's positively demonic. It's Which so is good. what they were going. Oh my for. God, it was fantastic. You just listen to that, and then all right, Seven Brides for Seven, seven brothers. brothers. That's another one that um, I played a big band chart on. I just I had a bass solo on top of it, so to you know, take him in and well, we're making this a jazz band chart, and we're going to feature the bass player. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. giving me a solo in odd time. And guess what? It's your only one all day. <laughs> <laughs> Got my work cut out for me this the, tour. The the best Vinnie Colaiuta thing I saw was on YouTube. Sting had done it was the fields of uh, or the ten summers still a thing, but he came on and he sang uh, I think it was fields of gold, and it was but it was an encore, and Kaliuta gets off the set, walks off stage, comes back with a drink in his hand, a cigarette, and a a flipping shaker. And he's sitting there shaking. Obviously, you can't see me doing this, but you, I got the shaker egg, in my like left an hand, shaker. like an egg shaker. Yeah. And he sits there and takes. He's got. The, I can't even keep. I can't even get my hand to do this regularly while I'm pretending I'm taking a, no, a puff of a cigarette and then drink. But he's sitting it's there shaking. Your arms are too short. I got T Rex arms, <laughs> and I'm coughing. Um, I'm, I, don't, I don't have a, 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 a mute mic going. I'm going to cough or sneeze or throw up yet. <laughs> but he's sitting there like the coolest guy in the world, shaking his well, eyes, shaking his eyes, smoking a cigarette, drinking his drink, just going, "Fuck you! I don't care what anybody says. I'm I'm already on my first drink, and you bastards haven't made it to the hotel room yet." You know, well, just that guy's a beast. He is a beast. He is absolutely a beast. But that that whole that whole thing was staying the. He doesn't put his bass playing out front. He's all about the song. And when he puts the song together, if the bass part is important, obviously it's important. But like he did a thing. Did you see the thing with him and Robert Downey Jr.? No. Where he sings Driven to Tears? Robert Downey Jr. is a bad man. Really? Sting had a 60th birthday party or something, and he invited a bunch of these people to sing. And, And Stevie Wonder did one. But if you look up on YouTube, Robert Downey Jr. sings Driven to Tears, you're going to hate Robert Downey Jr., but love him at the same time. That man... Can he sing? Oh, he can sing his ass off. Iron Man can <coughs> sing? Iron Man sings better than almost at times by than Sting. Well, that's... Easy. But he was also coached by Sting. Yeah, easy. You know, well. But the, the, the point is, is he starts singing and you're going... All right, you're you're the Iron Man guy. You've you you went through all this less than zero drug addict, clean and sober. 
how much more shit can happen to you? Oh, I sing too. And you go, I can't believe this guy. He's freaking amazing. Have you seen Sting on Fallon? No, 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 oh no. Oh my gosh, he's hilarious. What I've seen do? him a couple times. The first one they did like a ringtone. And it was... I think I did see that. It was that. Message in a Bottle. Right. You know, it was like... I can't be here. Please leave a message. <laughs> message on my cell phone. That's message beautiful. Go, you have to Google that. It's oh, hilarious. That's beautiful. Or go out to YouTube and see that one. And then there was another one where they were walking on. It was walking on the moon. But it was walking. Oh, it's just recent because he was promoting his new album. Okay. It was like it was another walking on the moon. Thing. All right, so if you had to go into a desert island with one sting album, what would it be? Oh, that's hard. I know this sounds crazy. It might be um, Spirits in the Material World. The um, Oh, yeah. Is that an album? I don't think it's an album. No, but what's, what was Ghost it? Ghost in the Machine. Ghost in the Machine. Shame. Yeah, Spirits in the Material World. Was mine might, mine ha might have to be. It's a toss-up between Zenyatta Mondata and um, um, uh, Ten Sumner's Tales. Ten Summoner's Tales just still does it for me. Yeah. If I ever lose my uh, faith in you. Synchronicity. It's it's hard to get away from synchronicity. Yeah, that's true, too. It's really hard for me not to love that first side. Yeah. Or just the thing that you just listen to it in order, like it was on the album. Right. Everything fits together. Yeah, of course they do. And it all just... Mm. Good stuff. It could be synchronicity. Now that I think about it, which is cliche because that was their last right. one as the police. Or you could go back to Outlandos Damore. Right. Very first There's one. some good stuff. Now, there's some really weird stuff on that album, too. Well, like... Uh, things about uh, a blow-up doll and things of that nature. <laughs> uh, so is it uh, is Can't Stop Losing You and Zenyatta Mondata? Yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. and Canary in a Coal Mine, Demolition Man, and um, uh, Don't Stand So Close to Me. You know, I think that's right. I think that is. Yeah, that's, those are all in Zenyatta. That's one of the reasons I like Zenyatta. Yeah. I had that on cassette, dude. I had those I had all that on cassette. cassette. Yeah. I didn't have a, I didn't have a record player. I didn't cassette. Not to mention um, Regatta de Blank. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, was yeah. also a quality album. Yeah, that's a very quality album, too. But Outlandos, that had some great stuff on it. Now you're going to make me go back and look. told me yesterday. <laughs> that's so good. So, oh, that's, that, right, yeah. that's right, that's right, that's right, that's it's right. It's also the one with Roxanne. Roxanne's on that one. <coughs> Roxanne's on that one? Yes, that's on their first album. Yeah. That's 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 pretty damn good, dude. Maybe maybe it would have to be a compilation of, of songs as opposed to an album. Mm. They did a tour eh, 10 years ago, 15 Yeah, something like yeah, that, 10, 15 10 or 15 years, years ago. ago. And it's called Certifiable, the recording. It is burning. I don't think I've heard it. Oh, you've got to get that certifiable police certifiable. I don't second. think I've heard. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, you've got to get that. It is. Oh, oh, it's everything. Oh, okay. It's everything, and it's like uh, I was at the academy at the time, so it had to be like sometime. It's probably oh five, ten or fifteen years ago. But it was. It was. Yeah, that's a burning live album. I'm a live guy. I love live albums. Probably my favorite albums are... All my favorite albums are live. Really? Yes. Yes songs. Yeah. Bill Evans, live. 
Oh, all, all his, yeah, yeah. Bill Alive in Paris. Yeah, all that stuff Montreux, just, and, Yeah, that, that, that stuff is, is incredible. It's all good stuff. But, yeah, Sting, a bass player, but, man, just great musician. Or great all-around musician. And, and I would say August. artist because he, he writes great music. Yeah. He's incredible. Yeah, he does. You know, just, he does. He's, just he's a guy you want to shake his hand and slap it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard! Why don't you rub up your arm against me and give me some of that talent? He's in a bunch of movies too. Oh, he's great in Dune. I will kill you. <laughs> Sounds like holy Christ. He's in Quadrophenia. The yeah, Quadrophenia. you know you to, you said he was that. the leader of the motorcycle gang. Oh, I have to go back and watch that. At one point, he's like riding a horse in the middle of a gang fight. He's like huh? a badass. He's nice. such a badass. Nice. Yeah. Well, he's you know he was a he was an English. Uh, teacher at a you know at school was a master you know or headmaster or whatever the, the crap they said right you know and Gordon Sumner crap you know that's where Don't Stand So Close to Me came from yeah maybe he's too close to the subject matter probably, probably had to leave yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry Sting I doubt know. that I mean, I uh, I'd be happy to have you on the on here and explain yourself oh <laughs> yeah do you want to come on the pod and explain yeah, yourself a, we, we won't we where won't that stop. where that song came from we, we won't stop you <laughs> well We'll talk to you. We'll have a conversation. We'll have our people call your people. We don't have people. Well, we're, we're our own people. Well, so I guess we'll try to call him. We'll call your people. Yeah. I'm sure there's a, there's too many people for us to talk to. All right. So enough about Sting. We will press on to the rest of the podcast. We have a few more topics for this evening. We playing a tune now? I think we should go to a tune. I, myself, brought zero tunes to the pod this week, so you are going to have to carry the brunt of the artistic, oh nice, ah, yeah, that's element right. of this podcast. So okay. what do you have for us tonight? I have a, I have a really nice tune that I'm kind of playing in the background. It's a, I haven't got a name for it, so we'll have to, maybe we'll have to figure out a name. It's got to have a Star Trek name. It's got to have a Star Trek name? <laughs> it doesn't it's, have to. It, it's got to have a Star we've had Trek a really name. Good, we've had some. We've had a really good run with the Star yeah, Trek thing, so we're going to keep going. Yeah. The, the producer in the back room is going, it's got to have a Star Trek name itself. Listen, listen boys. Let's call want... this Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> I Shatnered my pants. <laughs> I shat up my pants. The Shat hit the fan. <laughs> you ever hear that that album? And so, Oh, he does a thing with Henry Rollins. Oh, oh my God! He can, it's called "I Can Get Behind That." It's oh, oh, it's I. When we have a break, I'm going to play that for you. That oh, is Lord. that is that is like the the best. That's that's an interesting combination. Yeah. So this has to have a Star Trek. Star Trek this has to have a Star like Trek like. name to it. Oh my God! Let's, no, it doesn't have to. Okay. Because I don't know if I could. Well, you know, I mean, it's a fun tune, but it's a my. You know, Almost sounds like uh, the Goo Goo Dolls. That's yeah. not. I promise I didn't borrow it from them. Whatever. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, I brought three tunes. How many did you bring? Zero. There you go. You owe us like six. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so let's play, let's play this tune. We'll, we'll, um, let's see what kind of thing we're going to call it because it's a little happy in the bridge. Um, uh, let's just stand by on naming the tune. 
because we have so much material to cover today. All right, all right. So we got we got to get to it. materialize that we can go back because Sting's something. tunes are all named. So yeah, we're not we're not talking this. Yeah, 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 I can't. So, no, I can't. Let's, let's um, tell me a little bit about the tune, how you got here, and what I'm supposed to do on this thing. Um, well, you're 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 playing like a rock eighth note thing under, underneath the okay. bottom of it. You yeah, can have yeah, some, you yeah. can have some fun liberties, but but the the bridge is the is the is the big release for the whole thing. It's okay. Uh, it's it, it's all major chords and it's all happy. And yeah. how did you come about this tune? Again, I'm apparently my writing time is early in the morning when nobody's awake and I just have a moment to do that. Hmm. So maybe I should call it the "Coffee Tastes Good Today" or something, you know? Or or I think I'm awake. Up and at him. Yeah, up and at him. Get the hell out of the house. Well, that's another subject. Um, we're going to we're getting to that. We'll get there. <laughs> we, you know, for people that want to see behind the scenes of the behinds of the scenes of the behind the scenes of the podcast. JR and I have a week where we, we kind of go our own separate ways and maybe kind of talk a little bit once in a while. And my wife works with him, so you know he, he, she gets some of the subjects out. And then when we get here to do the podcast, it's like we look at each other and go, hey, we got this. And then I start elaborating as I normally do and talk way too damn much and go, Hey, for the love of God, shut up and save this for the podcast. I, I need to be surprised. Exactly. Yeah, gonna I happen. lose some of the spontaneity of the events in, yeah. in the stories well, because you're like, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, I can't. I just diarrhea the mouth. <laughs> hey, and another thing, we could do this and we could do this. And we Shut up already. But Jeez, but we, we have this conversation. So we have we have another subject we're going to talk about. Anyway, the name of the, the name of the tune is yet to be determined. Yet to be determined. But it's, it's a nice, happy tune. I wrote with the idea of of it, it sound it sounded good together and you know they something seem, in the morning yeah we'll get we'll get to we'll, it we'll get to it so here we go we're gonna play it for you all right let's do this. Thank you. 
It's like, okay, I, I got three tunes. And it's like, well, yeah, sure you do. But every, they're all, that's this I, a good tune, I don't bro. know. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But I, I'm at the point right now where when they start coming out, like the, the last one I wrote, I just put it together probably uh, early early this afternoon before I left to, to teach lessons. I just wrote it down. Boom, 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 done. I figure, okay, no worries. And I'm looking at like that when the spirit moves me and something comes, I'm just going to write it down. Right. You know, now you may listen to it five five days from now and go, what the hell is that? That's terrible. And once again, when you bring it in and we start looking at it, there's a synergy to it. Right. Oh, yeah. What, what, we can. It kind of it, it kind of creates itself. I mean, we're no Lennon and McCartney, but the nice thing about this is when we start playing these tunes, I have a I have a good idea about what I want, but not a perfect idea. And then when you start playing, it go yeah 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 play that, you know, or 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 just something that works out perfect as far as that goes. And I and I love that because otherwise, if I was sitting in a room right writing these tunes, you know, yeah they're all fantastic. I think they're fucking great. You know, they're not that good, you know, but it, together they, they they sound good. I don't know. I can be in the wrong key. I think it's, it's, an, I think e. it's an E. Just keeping with the sting motif. Motif. That was special. Right. It's right. something, you know, it's a, it's a, bo- it's a e box. Sting meets sting, sting meets my 
you know, allergic reaction, if you will. It's very awful when that happens. So we've had some developments in the Marshall household, and I really kind of want to, not without putting you on the spot, just kind of delve into this, because this is what we all deal with. Any of us that have kids are dealing with, Okay, that's what you want to do. Let's see where this goes. Okay. Uh, now, I personally, I have Natalie, right, who is in Malibu, right, against my, you know, better better discretion. Yeah, I was like, that's not a good idea. So, is she done with school? No. Is she doing she's this full time? No. Oh. She's a summer job. Okay. Oh, we're, I'm going to go out to California and find myself, teach surf lessons, and then I'll go back to. Florida. Gainesville, Florida, and do my uh, okay. Well, we're gonna stay. Well, on the beach, we we have a we have a truck and a tent and love. <sighs> okay. Well, I hope this works out. <laughs> I, think, I think you know. Here's the thing. I don't think it's a good idea, but you know what? Maybe maybe just maybe it works out for the best. You make some good connections. You meet some people that later in life turns out to be a good thing i mean you just you can't go into this going being too negative right you you give kids the best your best advice well if and say well reality says get a good job you can get a good job you make some money so you don't owe too much when you get out of college that makes sense but this could work Fly to California, serve, teach lessons, make some contacts. There's nothing I can do about it but support. The key word in there. There's nothing. Nothing you can do. <laughs> that, my Absolutely friend. Not. That, my friend, is 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 the topic for this discussion called views and perspectives. Views and perspectives. So, in other words, we take a subject. Today, it's going to be my. My uh, fail-weathered or fair-weathered, uh, uh, nearly 19-year-old stepson, MJ. Yes. And if you're listening, MJ, yes, we're talking about you. So if you're on the bus to Texas and you're listening to this, get ready because we're going to tell well, stories. That would be great because this is probably an hour and a half podcast. You've got you can 18 hours. This, to you can replay this 18 or 19, 19 times, times before you get to where you're going. And, and either be really pissed or learn something. So here's the deal. Or both. Or both. So, so everybody has a perspective in life, a subject. And those subjects happen to different people different ways. Like you, you see all these movies like Quentin, Quentin Tarantino has these movies where it's like three views of, of, of what's going on. And you see one view and you, and you see, oh, this, this affected this person this way and this is what happened. And then you see the second view and it has nothing to do with what the other person is doing. It's one of those things where you wind up looking at it and you go, I didn't even think it was going to be like that. And then you get the third person, which is all wackadoo perspective. And the same thing applies. You get to the end of it and goes, I can't believe that they saw this in such a way that they did. So with that in mind, fast forward a little bit to the end of the school year this year. God love MJ. He's, he's gone to school, did his due diligence, but he has not completed his degree at the moment. Getting there. Getting there. But he's still not. And he's decided that he's not going to go to school anymore. So we told him that if he's not going to school, guess what? There's a three-letter there's a three word that you're going to do, and that's <laughs> get a J-O-B. 
So it's taken a little while for that all to happen in such a way where you looked at them and went, this is going to be perfect. This is going to be great. It started with a, <coughs> excuse me, started with a May 1st deadline, which subsequently turned into a June 1st deadline because school was going on until the 31st of May. So MJ found a job working McDonald's. That's and great. That was that was fantastic. That was wonderful. But what little, what little, Massive, you know, success, success. Yeah. Yes. And what we didn't know, however, is that MJ has been talking to his girlfriend, and his girlfriend is now homeless. What's her name? Becca. Okay, Becca. Becca is now homeless. She's 18 as well. And her father kicked her out of the house here. And her mother, her she has a stepmother here, but her mother is in Texas. So MJ and Becca have decided that they're relocating to Texas. Now, mind you, they don't tell anybody this until two days ago and they're leaving tomorrow on a bus bound for glory greyhound yes oh boy with probably sandwiches and you know a lot of love so in the process of this we had to have a have a discussion and we're talking about perspectives yes his perspective is well i've been thinking for this for a while i'm going to do this this is all me. I'm old enough to do this. I've thought this out. I'm going to get a blue collar job. I'm going to live with uh, Becca and her mother. And then we're going to get our own place. And life is just going to go straight up. He's got a plan. He's got a plan. However, I tried to impress upon him the fact that his plan started out with deception because he didn't tell us what he was doing. He got a job at McDonald's and said he was going to get a get a uh, apartment in the local area. He was starting to work on that, and he was that going through his like process. That sounds like a good idea. It sounded like a perfect idea, and his mother could influence him and help him wherever she could. Well, no, that's not what he wanted. He wanted to leave, and he t he told her this on Monday. Well, you can imagine from a woman's perspective and a mother's perspective, well, mothers, yeah. she is positively beside herself. Vinny, on the other hand and do as far as talking about perspectives is going thank god the kid has finally figured out something he needs to get on his way because if he doesn't get on his way soon he's not paying he's paying more rent than he's paying now <laughs> and it's just not it's just not you know it doesn't compute with him so we're, we're trying to go through all this stuff and tell him and he's like he finally goes oh i guess i didn't do this the right way well yeah but you've already committed yourself to this. The only good thing about the whole thing is if, if, if it works, if he comes back and it works. It could happen. It could happen. And we, and we will be the first people cheering up and down. Yes. But if it doesn't work, I convinced him to leave enough money with us that we can buy him a bus ticket back home. A bus ticket from Texas to Dayton. Costs about 200 bucks. The, the, I mean, about bucks. The cost is in money. There's nothing near the cost. An experience. An experience. And, oh, can you imagine the stuff that's going to go on in that bus? The smelly, the smelly toilet. You know, the, the the people trying to find a seat. Him trying to sleep. Everything's late. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Get away. Yeah. Oh, everything's. This, this been delayed. Yeah, you got you got to you got to find your next ride. You know, which is three uh, three rows over, and you know. You're going to Kansas City, and then you're going to Oklahoma, and then you're going to Texas, or whatever. I don't like that is. flying to Texas, but can you imagine <laughs> doing all gray, of this? A greyhound. greyhound. My ah. aunt years ago, years ago, was a, was a wonderful lady, and she didn't have really really a car, and she didn't drive. She went everywhere on a greyhound. 
Now she used to throw a, throw a bunch of a bunch of stuff. Obviously, this is before nine eleven, so there's other shit going on. But she used to throw like yarn and a radio and like a packed lunch and stuff in her in a in a bag in a sack. She was on the bus. She didn't give a shit. She's knitting knitting somebody a scarf. She's listening to the baseball game and she's you know she's eating a chicken salad sandwich. She's happy as hell. MJ's going to be stuck on there with his girlfriend all over him. But he has no concept. No, he has no concept or clue. He has nothing. Uh, he has no like, perspective. Oh, this is this is terrible. Well, if you have nothing to compare it to, you'd be like, may, oh, yeah. this is how it works. This is this is this is great. Cool. Oh, it's two hour delay. That's great. We can sleep in the terminal. <laughs> we can sleep in the terminal. I mean, it's while somebody rolls us. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all perspective. Uh-oh. So, so, but that, but the uh-huh. the point of that is is that. He's on his. He's having his his dinner with his mother tonight, and he's off tomorrow night. You didn't go to the dinner. Well, dude, I had a podcast. Okay, okay. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. You know, I I couldn't sit there and watch all that stuff. Those poor people are all going to be upset, and I was like, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go out and get some chocolate and something to bring it home to Chrissy and you, make her feel better. That's what you should do: is stop at Kroger, get some. Ice cream or something, because when you go home, it's not going to. be Oh good. no, it's it's already haven't been pretty for the last couple of days. Oh, she's just she's just having, and I and I absolutely feel for her. But there's a certain point in time where you know it's a guy perspective against a girl perspective against a mom perspective against a dad perspective, and there's a certain point in time where I'm going, I get what you're going through, but I'm sorry, there's some good in this. You just don't see but it. Every experience. It's, it's all it's all good. It's and bad. good for you, even when it's bad. Yeah, it's like a gig. You show up to a gig and you learn something. Hopefully, you always learn something. No, the worst thing you can learn is never play that gig again. Again, but you learned right. something. something. You go you go home and you go home and pack you go, your stuff oh, up yeah. and you go on the yeah yeah. Again. You're like oh yeah when, when a guy like that calls me. No, I'm not doing that again. Sorry, I'm, I'm busy. I can't do it. Yeah, or just no. Just can't do it. Yeah. So, MJ, if you're listening to this on your bus, good luck. You know, you need to call your mother now and then and make sure that you, uh, you know, you make sure you take care of your, your business. and your I advise taking baby wipes so you can wipe your underarms. But if you don't mind your own smell, you know. I think his, I, in, in all seriousness, I think his nose is broken. I don't I don't. <laughs> I don't think he, on a sore spot. I, I, I don't think he. I don't think he knows what he. We walk by his room, and you Smelly know pickles. I don't even know what to describe. It smells like. It is. The, it is the funkiest version of dirt, grime, and ass I've ever smelled in my life. And and it's not going away. Oh, there's sweat in there too. Dirt, grime, sweat, and ass. Mm. You know, and mm. and you're you're going. How mm. how does that happen? What did you did you did you do the dog thing? Did you go in the backyard and just roll around for a while or something? I, I rolled in some poop. I, I rolled in some poop, dog shit, and, and a rabbit carcass. You know, I really smell good. You know, to to a dog you smell good. You know, come on. I mean, you know, one shower a, a, a day isn't going to hurt. You know, I mean, we can't even talk about his teeth. Well, every other. Yeah, what the okay. you know, even if you don't use okay. even if you don't use deodorant, throw a whole bucket of, of cologne up in the air and just, you know, let it land on you. It. You know, what the hell? <laughs> Son of a bitch, at least you'll smell like, you know, eau de parfume and then something else. Pepe de Pew. Pepe de Pew. Apparently he instructed somebody. Well, somebody, yeah, but uh, I don't even want to I don't want to think about that too long. 
There's just too much of that. Oh, boy. Well, more to follow. Oh, yeah. This well, is exciting. This, this, I this can't will, wait. This will be weekly updates, I'm sure. I'm, I'm like, this is exciting, man. It's, it's like the adventures of MJ. It's like The Hobbit. Except Jordan he, Peterson talks about this. It's the call to adventure. You've got to get out from that. You know, get away from your parents. You have to get out. Get out of the basement. Get out of your stinky, smelly. What did you say? It was somewhere between dirt, grime, sweat, and ass. <laughs> <laughs> that room in your parents' house, and go on an adventure. It's to the shower. <laughs> yeah, trust me, there's no shower on a Greyhound. Oh, I, I'm going to guarantee you, my friend. I should say something about the wet wipes. That's probably a good the idea. The wet wipes would be good. Yeah, be it's a good like thing. a deployment. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a deployment. Hurry up and wait. There's going to be a lot of that. Oh, hell yeah. It's going to be a lot of hurry up and wait and sitting around and I'm hungry. I got a poo. <laughs> Where's the bathroom? <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a big fat guy in there right uh, now. <laughs> he's been in there for 20 minutes. We don't know what he's doing, and nobody wants to find out. <laughs> he's throwing out three bags, of, <laughs> empty bags of Fritos. <laughs> in one hand, hold out the other. <laughs> oh, my Greyhound. God. Oh, God. Empty oh. Frito bags. Empty Frito bags. Oh. It's not just what's for dinner. All right. All right. What's your next tune? Oh, the next tune. Um, I got a. I got one that. Uh, let's do the. Let's do the. Oh yeah, listen to me. I'm making a bunch of noise. <laughs> Mike, Mike Walters, that was for you. It wasn't me opening a bottle, but you know, it was my watch on the on the microphone. Um, let's do the the one that's in A minor. It's it's a, it's pretty easy. Okay, let's talk about easy real quick. When you play a country song on bass. When? I mean, if. When? No, and you do. Come on now. Don't play with me. <laughs> yeah, what? It's so easy. It's hard. It's like you have to really pay attention. You don't experience that? I, I play some country tunes. I'm like, no, it's just... There's little nuance to it that I always miss because I get lulled into this sense of it's so easy, but it's not. There's always a little something in there that no, you're, you're <laughs> I don't get. No. I don't get lulled into a false sense of of, uh, of I get I get into the into the sense of this needs to be over soon because these moments are not going to get back. I'm just no. There's always something that. Going, what the, where did that go? Damn it! And I, I'll miss something or whatever. Well, those those kind of tunes like that, especially especially right, especially country western tunes. But there, there are some R and B tunes that'll do that stuff. Yeah, they'll lead you on a path. They'll, they'll take you down the road, and then all of a sudden they'll three, throw three changes at you. That you're going, what the fuck is this? Yeah, well, this doesn't make any sense to me. This that but this, I get to the point where I'm like I'm grooving, and then I start thinking, boom, hmm. I wonder 
what's for dinner? Crap! Missed the change. Man, I really like the way this bass looks in the light. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 uh, Ooh, hardwood floors. <laughs> hardwood floors. Uh, I didn't have to put them up. <laughs> That's a nice music stand. Crap! Oh, I missed another change. Damn it! Well, this this Did particular. You just get... When we when we were rehearsing uh, when we were rehearsing this, it has it has an A minor to a D nine. The problem is, is it doesn't go on for a while, and and when we were, when we were working, we were working through it. Jay's Jr. is playing it, and, and he's playing it. It's really good, and I'm like, this night, that where you missed the E minor, and he's like, what? Oh, there's, there's only no there's seven. The, there's the, no. What there's, the? I did not have a seven in the A minor chord. No, that that Even one has Sting a, puts a. At least Sting has a common decency. <laughs> listen, put a seven. Listen, you didn't write any minor chord. You didn't write any tunes, pal. All right, I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> I rest. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll call this tune "Common Decency." <laughs> common. Decency. <laughs> common. It's a, it's a, it's another rockish type tune. It's not like heavy rock, but but okay. the uh, um, I like the I like the little bridge. It's an A. I think I, do. We, do we talk about this A B and A A B A? This is A B A. We, the other one was AAB. This was AABA. Right. So this is this is a little longer, but it's not that hard of a tune, you know. But it has a nice, it has a couple things in there that's nice. How did it get the G on the bridge? It just made perfect sense to me. I don't know why. It just, it, it just, I, mean, I it, love it. It just, I'm it just, just had a. It, it was a nice, it was a nice settling point to have fun with it because because it got to the bridge and I wanted the bridge to be open, so you could do right. a lot of you could do a yeah. lot of stuff as you know. Uh, that that minor or that suspended. Yeah. Then I went down to the F because because I, I, I was going to go up up the other way and I didn't want to do that. And then. The, oh, he has. Yeah. Okay. I'm tracking. It's just it just has a, has a nice little open space to it. Okay. We have no name for this either. You're writing songs so fast you can't even name them. I'm just gonna start writing names in a hat and I start pulling names. I got a couple that are hiding, a couple where that I we didn't have a chance to do. So I was like, phone book. I guess name after people. <laughs> yeah, Tom <laughs> Tom Dewitt. This song's called Tom Dewitt. It's called Navin Johnson. <laughs> Navin Johnson. Navin We're Johnson. shooting at the oil cans. Somebody hates the oil cans. I don't know. Whatever. It's good. Let's play.
What the hell was that? <laughs> it was fun. I liked it. Damn. Dude. Keep coming in here challenging me with these tunes. Damn. I got I got a couple more in the bag. Oh, Lord. I got a couple more I'm going to do. You're just sitting there in the back of the music store writing tunes and ding, ding, ding. Someone comes in. <laughs> Can I help you? Oh, shit. Okay, I got to go. I got to go back to my studio. Write some more tunes for the podcast. I just, I'll just i tell you what. I, I, I've said this before, and I'm going to continue to say this. This part of the of the podcast is super fun for me. The writing. Yeah. The writing is just is just super fun because because it's like yeah, I, I don't feel it. I feel like I can just vomit some stuff out and work on it. We'll and it's figure good. it out. Yeah, get here and we'll figure it out. I, lo- I love the fact that we have the ability to do that because yeah. if you put two bass players in a room, most of them go, Who are "Oh, you? what the hell? <laughs> what are you doing?" You bring here? up a good point. <laughs> two bass players usually cannot do what we're doing. No, no, so no. we are on bass. Yes, and we are and definitely off, off point. point. But our tunes are on point. I think I like them. So I I, take, I I don't have as many tunes. I mean, you're you're just vomiting them out. Uh, I'm I, getting a few out I, here and there, but I think all got, of them. You got more. I, you got more shit to do, though. I mean, you well, got, I'm just you, you know. You're you're, you're a busy. There's man. no excuse. I, I'm retarded. Retarded. You know? I'm retarded. We were just talking about being retarded. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't have the recording on, so, yeah, so we nobody, nobody gets to hear this. Oh, it's silly. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. So. I remember someday I, I will be a veteran and someday I'll, I'll, I'll be the person that, you know, that counts the nine and seven eights on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, you know what, actually that's a good Weller story when the time comes, you know, into the, into the Weller, you know, take me to the Weller. Okay. Time for take me to the Weller. I'll, okay. I'll do a quickie. So I'm the non-commissioned officer in charge of the Afsen band over in the Middle East. And we go to Kuwait, and we don't get to go to the Air Force Base, we go to the Army Base, which is usually not as cool. So we get this guy, Frank, who's a civilian, he's been there forever, he's all excited to have us, everything's cool, he's got gigs lined up for us, it's great, you know, get the Air Force Band, playing at Army Base. It's settled in. First day, we come out, we get in the van. And Frank says, I got good news and I got bad news. And of course, I'm like, well, let's get the bad news first. <laughs> there's <Never>. alcohol. <laughs> no. It's not here. We're in Kuwait. Yeah, there's, there's no alcohol. So uh, Frank says, the bad news is... Your your gig is at the theater, and the air conditioning at the theater is out. Now we're in Kuwait in July. 125 degrees in the damn shade. Yep, I know. Oh, it's murder. I said, "Wow, Frank." So I was, you know, I'm thinking, "Oh, well, can't wait to hear the good news." We got fans. <laughs> the good news is the gig's still on. <laughs> Good, good for who? <laughs> I'm like, good for who? Like seven people show up. And then we blew out the power. I think we knocked some uh, 
tiles out of the, the ceiling. ceiling. Yeah, yeah, man. So that's my Weller story. It's, it's short but sweet. But it's always good to tell a story on the show. Uh, uh, all right, I, I'll give him my thirty second one. I on, they did the get this gig on the weekend that um, um, I, I played on Ampeg SVT. Oh, nice! And, you know the whole the whole refrigerator and everything else, right? So when we when we went to the desert, which was a little bit before you, back oh, in yeah. two thousand four. I was in thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. So, you so were there at the very beginning. The the band at Hanscom sent stuff over there, not realizing what they were getting into. So they they sent an SVT cabinet over there. So, Bad idea. oh, in more ways than you know. Um, so, <laughs> Great sound. oh, well, we get to the we get to the gig at Cutter. So, back then we didn't have a damn uh, like a, a squadron or anything like that. So we couldn't do any rehearsal. We had to do gigs to rehearse, you know, because we didn't have any place to go, right? So we pull out this amp. I'm going, sweet, it's an SVT. This should be freaking fantastic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I had a Steinberger and, a, and, a, and an SVT. Oh, I love the Steinberger. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yes. It was great, right? So we, we set up and we start playing, and we get to the first the first break, and Drew, Jeff Sandrew, um, who we both know, who just had a birthday not too long ago, um, he was a sound guy, and he comes up to me and he says these famous words, Vinny. Your bass sounds freaking phenomenal. I bet. I love the way that sounds, but it's too loud. <laughs> and I said, true. You, real, you realize that this is this is on like one. I said, I can turn it down. I'll be happy to turn it down. But I'm telling you, you're not going to get anything. You're, you're going to lose all the sound and all the bottom and everything else. So as I'm putting this bass amp away, I'm thinking about where we're going for the next 25 days. And how many planes we have to get on and how I'm moving this, I'm going. And this thing's like a million It's pounds. a million pounds and it's taller than me. You know, and it's like, I am not taking this. I took a shitty it's carving act- amp. With your, your, your wingspan, <laughs> my, my it's s- wider than you. Yeah, it is wider than me. My five-foot wingspan. Yeah, thank you. Your T-Rex <laughs> wingspan. Yeah, that's right. So lucky I can play the bass with my nine and seven-eighths fingers. <laughs> and my broken, my broken right hand. It should have had a pin but didn't. But it doesn't hurt. <laughs> so there you go. That's the second go to the weather story. That's good. All right. So I went and picked up some pizza tonight. And there were people coming in. And this guy was coming in wheeling elderly. Elder. El, I can't speak. Elderberry? Elderberry. Elderly lady. Wheeling in an elderly lady. Say that. Elderly. Wheeling in like an elder, elderly lady. Say it like Eldorado, just elderly. Wheeling in an Eldorado. <laughs> Why can't I say that? Anyways, I just went and opened the door. How hard is that? Apparently hard for a lot of people. I know. It's just like, how hard is it to be nice anymore? It, apparently, it's damn near impossible. And and here's one and of my... people are like shocked. Like, oh, thanks. Like, what? I just opened the fucking, fucking door. door. Jesus because, Christ. Because who taught you to do that, JR? Well, my, my you know... Say it. Parents. Parents taught you to do it. Yeah. Your parents taught you take care of elderly people. I see. I said elderly. Respect, Respect them and, and take care of them. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And if they need help, you don't go... They can fucking get the door themselves. No, you go help them. And, and and there's two reasons why. One is it's respect for them. And two, eventually, 
it's karmic it's karmic respect for yourself that's where you're going you are paying this back so that when you're 92 years old and she looked 92 and the guy wheeling her in looked you know he was probably our age 50s you know it's just the two of them they're going in i'm getting pizza they were going to order some italian at tronies and they were just sitting there and he was you know let me get your reading glasses for you and yeah but the but the whole point of it is is that if you hadn't have done that, somebody was, else was, wasn't going to do it. No, were, somebody else he was, was going to come turn close. around, do it himself, right? And pull her back in. You could open the door, and I do that all the time. It's just like, just say something nice to somebody. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. You, you need help with the door? Smile. Yeah. Take take a Even moment. Even when it's like a pissy situation where yeah. you're like, ah, Jesus, just smiling. That's all you need. Which brings me to my next point, which is. Happiness is a choice. Yeah, it is. You can choose to be miserable or you can choose to be happy. It's your you can choose it. Period. Happy happiness isn't something that's dictated that you follow no. that you follow. It's not like they say, well, if you do these things, you'll be happy. Not necessarily. Because because I know a lot of people that, that have a lot of money that aren't happy. And not that happiness is the end-all, be-all to life. But why can't you just make a choice that I'm just going to be happy? I for the for the most part I don't know exactly when that when the what specific time that that changed me. But I would say for for the most part I, I carry myself very jovial and very happy. Yes, I have my moments yeah. where I'm a, where no, I'm a you're, curmudgeon, you're but pretty, yeah, I walk into a room you're and I'm like, curmudgeon yeah, well, no, I'm not. Shut up, <laughs> shut up, you. Uh, that's enough out of you. Uh, mute your microphone. Shut up, I got, I got yeah. control over this. <laughs> so anyway, um, the back in the day, I was I would walk around just pissed off and angry. Yeah, and I, and I finally realized why am I do why am I doing this? What You're imposing possible? it on yourself. Yeah, and and if you change and you realize that the the glass is half full, not half empty, and the world is, you know, if if you sit and Justice used to do this all to me all the time, Daddy, I hurt my arm, I'm dying, and and I kid around with her, I go every day, Justice, every day. And she would look at me, and she finally said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Well, if you're going to talk like that, yeah, sure. Every every day is a day step, a day closer to death. Yeah, you sure. you want you want to worry about that one day for the hundred thousand days that you're alive, or how many it is? That's probably wrong. Whatever. You know, you get my point. I get it. Go with me. Tracking. How <laughs> America the beautiful underneath this? <laughs> Did they take away our stuff just because we didn't want them to? I have no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> Did they you take me? I know. I said I lost. I was. It's so. It's. It's so. It's so funny now. I can't talk. I can't talk the way I want to. I just. I just. The world is Sorry. not a sad place. No. The world can it's be. Which, it's what, what you, you make, make it. it. It's going back to perception. It's what you make of it. Is it not? Absolutely. Whatever it is, if, if you don't get ice cream today, you get ice cream tomorrow. It's it, you know, whatever. Why? Why? I didn't get ice cream. Why does that make me a bitchy, crabby, curmudgeon? Only because you want to be. You not, choose, you, not you personally. You choose to be. I think you choose happiness and unhappiness. You you do you you make a choice about what you're doing, yeah. and you will be 
my grandmother used to say, if you treat somebody nice, you, you will be rewarded tenfold. You do something nice for somebody, you'll be rewarded tenfold. But you just, yeah, but, but internally you just feel better. Well, not only do you feel better, but, but if you do this in such a way where you're not really trying to turn to, to you're like, I'm going to act nice because I'm going to feel better. No, you just act nice and you do something nice for somebody. I had, I had a, a friend, I'm not going to, not going to name names, but I had a friend that was talking to me on the phone and, and he was having a hard time and we were, we were having a, we were having a discussion and I said, uh, look, man, why don't you go out and get yourself some ice cream or something, you know? And he goes, well, I can't really do that right now. I go, why not? He goes, well, I'm watching my money and I don't have a lot of money on me. Come to the music store. I'm going to give you some money for goddamn ice cream. Yeah. And it's like, why were you going to give me money? Because you need to do something for yourself and make yourself happy. And so he came to the music store and I handed him 25 bucks. I'm not, I didn't, I didn't open my wallet up and go, hey, I got 30. I'll, I'll just give him 10. I, I, I don't know what I had in my, my wallet. I don't care. I just handed them to here. Here's 25 bucks. Right. You know, go have a good time. And there's not enough people in the world that do that. I'm not saying that I do, did that for, for accolades. No, but... But no. I did it because, look, the dude needs some help, you know, and he needs to feel better. And ice cream fixes a lot of shit. And know. beyond ice cream and money and... You can just bring you, happiness to people. You can by just sit down, a positive attitude. sit down and have a conversation people with somebody. People are having, like, people at work. Let's say you go to Costco or wherever, and people are, just, you know, there working. You can be a real dick and asshole to them. Sure. What? Why? I don't get why people are that way. It's like, I want to be nice to people and have a joke and go, how's your day? Or, you know, always make a joke. I do that when I come through the base. Every day when I come through the base, I try to make the security forces guy laugh. And here's the thing. Sometimes it's like a long wait. And then I get in the wrong fucking lane. And it's like, oh, the, I'm in the lane where they've got to turn somebody around and take them out. So it's going to take another three or four minutes for me to get into the gate. To, you know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, absolutely. And it's like, oh, it's like, uh, but when I get to to the, the guy that's controlling the gate and taking my ID I try to make a joke or talk about the weather or, or say something stupid and make him laugh you got to because it's like what, what good does it do me to make him feel shitty it doesn't do a damn how, good how hard is it for me to be nice it's easy. It doesn't not, take. It takes nothing to be nice. No, it doesn't take a damn, damn thing. thing. You just, you just go. Hey, man, how's it going? How's your day? It doesn't cost me a penny. You know, did, did you? Did you? you need and to, at the end of the day, I feel better when I do it. Sure. And he feels better, or she, whatever. It's just like it doesn't take that much to, to care for one another as human beings in this world. Yeah, you it, know it, that's what it comes down it, to. And and I'll I'll say this: we've had several discussions about this. Part of that reason comes down to the fact that we are becoming a disjoint, disjointed society because when we sit at a table, we, we don't talk like we're looking at each other talking. Yeah, we are. Uh, we just happen to be on a, on a, on a damn podcast, but we're looking at each other talking. I mean, we did this upstairs just without the microphones and the headsets. Well, we did, yeah, because we, we had pizza. Tonight. Right. Well, yeah. and that's a good reason to talk. Yeah, sure. You know, the pizza was good. But, but Tronies. Tronies pizza. <laughs> Our future oh, sponsor. No. <laughs> Go ahead, but I'm, I'm not going to let that go. Go All ahead. All right, okay. So, but the, the point is, is that 
the world is not based that way anymore. The world is based on all this technology and people stick their faces. I sat at the bar at Coldwater, on the place I play on Saturday, yeah. to have food at the end of the night. Now, I haven't been eating meals. I've just Nobody eaten. looked you in the eye and said hi? No. And and I looked over while I was, the, out, I was sitting with Jim. Bar- Jim and, now, the bartenders are very nice. They're, they're, yeah. they're very wonderful. I love them all. They're wonderful. But like the, the point of this is... That, Who's the tall one? Tall blonde? Is it? No. With his long hair. Very tall and... Um, probably Chris. Maybe there's Chris, Chris, and Annie. Annie's, Annie, maybe that's a- Annie's the one that's the the nurse. She just passed her nurse. Oh, okay, degree. yeah. So you might not see her on Saturday. Jared's okay. playing for me on Saturday, like everybody needs to know. Um, uh, anyway, but the, the point I'm trying to make is that next to me, the couple on the left, this couple had come in a lot of t- a lot of times before, and they liked the music and everything else. But they're mm-hmm. sitting they're sitting next to each other. They're both on their goddamn phones, that's scrolling next to their phone. They're sitting. And you could do that at home. You could do that in the bathroom. You could do that all by yourself in a closed door. Simon Sinek <laughs> talks about this, and it's, he brings up a very good point. It's like when you go out and people get up to go to the bathroom, and you're sitting there by yourself, this is the perfect time to not break out your cell phone. That's when you can look around and take notice and you can think. That's when you get creative. That's 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 when your mind's at its best. We can't have our minds slaves to these devices. This is a problem. We need to let these we, we need to like really step back just let life happen in front of us and have time to think think about anything or nothing think about nothing that's critical that's a very critical thing that we're not good at yeah absolutely. thinking about nothing is very hard but i think it's important for our mental health that's what meditation or mindfulness whatever you want to call it is about and we're not nobody's good at it anymore it's hard and i can't imagine what these kids that we're raising how are they going to do it they're in video games they got video games on their phones how will they ever get in touch you know with a, a mindful self or come up with the original ideas because that's when it happens everyone goes to the bathroom you're sitting there at the dinner table in a bar or a restaurant that's when you get ideas your your mind wanders and gets ideas when i get up not when anymore I, when i get up in the morning that's i think that's one of the reasons that i that i, I sit you're blood. real creative at that it's, point it's just you get up and you're just kind of opened up to anything that's coming coming your way i don't particularly sleep very well when i when i sleep but if i get a good night's sleep or i get a, a little bit of rest I feel rested and ready. And I'm even talking about not grabbing coffee or anything else. I'm just right. talking about sitting down and playing. Um, in that particular case, too, when you talk about those circumstances when you know, a loved one gets up to the bathroom or whatever, Chrissy and I have this thing where we people watch. Yeah. There are a lot of people that don't do that anymore. 
I mean, you can make fun of the person because they're dressed funny or it's a Walmart scene where somebody's in spandex that doesn't need to be in spandex. I mean, you know, th- that, that's part of this discussion. It's not bullying, though. It's just like you kind of snicker and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, they may be a, a wonderful person. Sure. They may be fantastic. Yeah, exactly. But the point is, is that you look at somebody and, and we used to do this all the time. We used to look and they would have be having conversation and we kind of say, this is what the conversation is like. And you can see what their mannerisms and what they're doing. But the point is, is that you're 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 looking outside yourself. Excuse me, outside yourself. But living within your side, right? Yourself, well, right? living it's within like, inside yourself it's as like well. You're yeah. looking outside, but you're still like internally having. Um, oh, I don't know. What I'm trying to say. There's growth going on, or you're there's doing ideas. Yeah, you're yeah. Doing yeah but even ones. though you're just watching, there's growth going on within your your mind and your soul, and. People don't do that anymore, man. It's just, they're just, any second you get, oh, pull out the phone, check my mail. Yeah, it's not good. I'll, I'll go on to this, I'll go on to that, this app or that app or get a minute, you know, on ESPN or this, that, or the other. Like, they, Jesus Christ, people. Yeah, they're, they're just, and the people I see driving, texting, and, oh, and driving over the side lanes, like, what the fuck are you doing? Man? It, it kills. It kills me. Nobody has a text. It's gonna that. kill you. Yeah, I drive a motorcycle. It might literally kill me. Kill me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, that's, that's not good. You don't want to deal with that crap. No, you know, that's, that's people that's, are just so. They're just so continually internalizing themselves because of these fucking devices. Drives me bananas. You went to see Rocket Man. Oh yeah. Okay. Let me preface this by saying this. Um, if you if you haven't seen, have you seen the movie Across the Universe? No. Okay. Before you go see Rocket Man, I strongly suggest you see the movie Across the Universe. Across the Universe is basically Beatles songs put to put to life. So there's there's somebody that's Jude that's in the movie. There's uh, Strawberry Fields and all these actors do their songs. And there's there's a there's some um, you know dialogue, but there's a lot of music in it. You know, um, but there's a, there's a reference for a date in Ohio in there because this this girl that's Dear Prudence uh, is, oh, is yeah. in Dayton, Ohio, and just and just leaves Dayton, Ohio because she can't take it anymore and comes to New York. And then Prudence, they're they're living they're living in this house. And Prudence is uh, is uh, coming in through the through the window, and they say, "Who's that?" I don't know. She just came in through the bathroom window. <laughs> it's it's just classic stuff altogether. Uh, Sorry. Yes. So, so that being said, so you should watch Across oh, the Universe. See that. It's really worth it. And and like Joe Cocker, Joe Cocker does uh, come together in the in the movie. Does he really? <laughs> Freaking great. Yeah. There's there's a bunch of bunch of de- different stuff going on. There's there's it's it's fantastic. But right, so move ahead to Rocket Man. Rocket Man is a very, very similar movie to Across the Universe, except except it's not a story that the Beatles songs all encapsulate by Strawberry Fields and all this other stuff. It's Elton John's life in music. Yeah. But the thing is, is that remember that... Yeah. Elton John had a really tragic life in some respects. I mean, he was involved in heavy alcohol, heavy drug abuse. He was a it was a bulimic. He was a sex addict. There was all this crazy right. stuff going on in his life. Yet, in all of this, he shines through with all his music like 
nobody's business. Like right. when I was a kid, I thought Bernie Toppin and he were were um, uh, were, were gay lovers. They just you know the, that they knew each other and they were they were gay lovers. But it explains how they got together. They weren't lovers. They're just they're just good friends. They still haven't had an argument. They write they write songs together all the time. But it's an interesting dichotomy about that. As a musician, mm-hmm. I walked away from from the movie going. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not Elton John or I, or I don't have that kind of, you know, uh, musical strength or I'm not, in, you know, in the, that stratosphere. But the idea of picking up my bass and playing is more important than a lot of damn things. Yeah, you I know? like that. And I that's that. and that's that's you, you, you walk out of that movie and you go, I want to go home and play. I want to right. go home and practice. Because it's, pa- it's about passion. <laughs> it's about passion. He had a, this a is shit what I'm ton about. of passion. Yeah. Uh, this is, I love writing tunes or I love this or I love right. that. And everything else is, is, uh, Subsequent. Well, in 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 fact, in a part of the movie, there's a, there's a scene between him and his mother, and he tells his mother that he's gay. So I'm not giving away a big Benny. part of the movie. Yeah, Benny. Benny. Yeah, yeah, I can't say. Keep that. going. Come yeah. on. So I'll, 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 I'll say. So so he gets on the phone, Benny. and he's telling Benny. his mom that that he's Benny. that he's a fairy, that he's a he's a pufty. He's oh, he's geez. using those words. Lordy. And and. You know, this is a poignant moment in his life that he's really oh, trying to get geez. out this out because, you Hell know, yeah. he actually got married to two women or one woman, at least, I think. Right. Woman. So his mother's like on the other phone going, I I know, I know. You don't have to tell I me. Knew it the whole time. And but not in a, such a way where she's like, it's OK, son. It's like, I oh, I knew you don't have to yeah. tell me. You know, we know people like that. Yeah, Come we on. do know people Come like on, that. Yeah, it's a, and, but at the end uh, of this. It's, it's a, I'm not judgmental about it. Big deal. I don't care. It's not a big deal, you know. But they know other people care, so right. they they have this facade that they bring on that they don't need to have. And you just exactly. be who you just be who exactly. you are. If I don't like you for who you are, that's that's one thing. But uh, but you know you don't, I don't have to play have. people that work. I know. Just, it just doesn't matter. Yeah, it just it doesn't. I don't care. I just like you as a human being because right. you're a good, good if I, person. If I, if I like you, I like you. If you play music and you play it well, I like you. What's a, I there's plenty of gay people I don't like. I'm not looking for monikers. There's, there's, there's a plenty of straight there's, people I don't like, you know, for God's sakes. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I'm an equal opportunity hater. Like you're a hater or whatever. You know? All right. Oh, so one last topic. What? Chainsaws. <laughs> okay, so let me let me help set this up because because Jr. needs a little bit of coaxing to get some of this out. Yeah, so uh. over the last few weeks, um, we've had some serious weather in, in Dayton, Ohio, starting with it's some, been crazy. Ser- some serious tornadoes. Yeah, um, the Memorial Day tornadoes is what they're no, calling Memorial it. Memorial Day, yeah. yeah. So those things all happened, but in the process, we also had um, like. Yesterday, I worked a shift until close. I'm sitting at the at the at the music store, and the music store is only one floor, and there's not a lot of shit around. And if something happens, and then we had a bad storm, I pretty much there's no basement, there's a bathroom, but you know, God only knows where where to go, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. You know, I'd have to jump out in the dumpster outside or something. Anyway, I look at the sky to my west. And it has gone from about 8 o'clock at night when it's starting to get a little dusky outside and everything else. And all of a sudden, it is pitch flipping black. And I'm going, oh, God. Oh, crap. So yesterday, no, Monday, we had some storms. For us, it was so bad over by the music store, the, the street we were on flooded. 
the fortunate thing is we got through the parking lot to get out, but the street was flipping flooded. It was coming right. up the other way because it was yeah. like flash flooding stuff. So apparently that affected your household out up here, the, the, the weather. Am I right? Well, what happened was Thursday, it was just windy as hell. Right. So I think what happened is the tornadoes came through, lots of wind. It weakened some things. But by this past Thursday, I had a tree just fall into my yard. And it was massive. Which is fine. No one got hurt. But I could get this thing out of my yard. Or I could pay somebody. I could pay someone to get out of the yard. Yeah, that's a lot of money, though. I know. So I'm like, I have a chainsaw. I haven't used it in years and years and years. How big is it? We out, well, we did 16 right. inch. So it's a decent size yes, chainsaw. Yeah, it's a decent. Yeah. You got safety goggles and all that crap. Yeah, I got I got the gloves, gloves and the and goggles. Like everything on. Well, I knew that the chain was like on the last legs. So I went and bought a new chain. Put new chain on. I got the bar oil on there, and I got everything rocking and rolling. And ooh, 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 and I got it going. Zzz, zzz. I went about five minutes and it stopped. Then something happened. I don't know what. I think some of the throttle or you know, there's, there's like these plastic parts on. It's a Craftsman. It's 15 years old. <sighs> 15 years old. So you decided it was bad enough. You couldn't do anything with it. Well, maybe I. I think it was. Carburetor? I can clean the carburetor. Oh, okay. Uh, what's next? There's plastic parts in there. I'm like, I'm done with it. Spark plug in there right now. I changed. Oh, I changed the spark plug. Okay. That's, that's nothing. I got to take the spark plug out of that thing and take the chain off of it. Because those are good. Those right. are Yeah, it's like I spent that money. Well, is, is, it a, is it a two-stroke? Did you have to mix the oil and the gas? Or? Well, yeah. I just I just bought the gas. Okay. You know, the... Gas it's already mixed. Pre, yeah, pre-mixed because it doesn't have ethanol on it. But anyways, <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, this is beautiful. He's like I, winding up to say it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so what? You still have trees in the backyard? I didn't look. No, I got. I'm done. How'd you do, oh. how'd you do that? Well, I went to Home Depot and bought a new chainsaw. Well, <laughs> well, isn't that nice? So the guys were like, so I went out. Some chief friends of mine, Saturday, we had a couple beers. And I'm like, hey, who's good with fixing carburetors? And who's, you know, and these guys are like, what kind is it? Is it Craftsman? I'm like, just get rid of it. Just go buy a pulling. There you go. <laughs> pulling or Husqvarna. Just, just, and I'm like, oh, fuck it. So I went to Home Depot and I just, I didn't even do that. I bought a cheapo Ryobi. What? Well, how many more years am I going to be using a chainsaw mini? I'm old. Well, that depends. On I probably have another five years of chainsaw <laughs> safety before I, you know, <laughs> uh, this hurt is, myself. The, the, with, well, I probably, you know, probably beyond that. Well, so I'm like, you have kids. It. Give it to them. Let them cut off their limbs. I mean, I'm tree not limbs. gonna spend an extra 50, 70 bucks to buy a decent chainsaw. Fuck it. So I bought that and I cut the damn thing up and it's sitting in my side yard. So there. So there. That's I guess that's fine. that's all there is to that. You, you know, is that it? you know, we there's have no a, moral. I we, guess there's no moral to that story. Always, always grease your chain. Always, <laughs> always have a lot of oil for the bar. I want to throw this out to your brother-in-law. 
Oh, all right. Are we ready? Mike Walters, this this is for you. <sighs> He's going to listen to that and go, that's perfect. No, no, we, have welcome, to, we, we have to get him on. Uh, like Maybe we can put him on the phone. And, uh, you Sorry, you had to wait till like 1.47. Yeah, in the, in the whole damn thing. An hour. How long has this been? Well, I'll uh, be... I, I I ran the beer the beer against the you know <laughs> I, I you know I did something like that dogs from miles away are howling <laughs> I guess, I guess okay so fun. we have to decide on a new bassist to feature next week this is part of the deal all right do, do we do my other tune no no we got another tune to do yeah. Well, let's. Oh yeah, this is the one that you says to me very hard. So I've got to pay attention here. Oh damn! All right, Vinny's putting me through my paces here. We're gonna call this the ringer. <laughs> <laughs> He's putting me through the ringer. ringer. Like, Come on, woo! Yeah. This this, this one, as, like I, as I was writing it, I, I have a thing where I'm going from a G major seven to an F major seven, and then a B flat major seven to C, and I just kept thinking, Jerry's not gonna like me. Maybe I can get through that. I'll work. I'll work my way through that. It's got some common tones. Yeah, it's true. I I, I love. Major to major to major. That's a very modern sound. I love it. It's interesting because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know it, it, you know what? That's easier for me than the last one. It really <laughs> is. That I can handle. So I'll have to write something that uh, that's more uh, more modern. Basic. Basic. <laughs> you need to give me some country or western. Like one five. One five. I told you. I told one, you. One. One five. Then they'll be like, "Oh crap! I missed the one one five. I I have to do the my pickup truck. Don't pick up anymore. <laughs> so you know, Friday night about a week ago. Words, words, words. Yeah, I don't know the words. I I wrote it for my father because he asked me to write a song called "My Pickup Truck Don't Pick Up Anymore." Right. right. Anyway, let's let's play this tune, and then we can talk about the bass part because we'll be near the end of the end of the night anyway. Let's give it a shot here, pal. <laughs> Count it off. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, hey, Sting's got nothing on you, bro. Uh, yes, he does. A lot oh, of you money. Need some, oh, you need some lyrics. You could put some lyrics to that. I probably could for that one. I could That's definitely. Very melodic. You could put some lyrics to it, and that'll be sweet. Well, when I do, I'll, we'll give it a name. Uh, or did I say this was going to be? Uh, what did I say this was going to be? Uh, MJ's massive adventure. MJ's Adventure. MJ's Adventure. We'll just call it MJ's Adventure. What was the Pee Wee Herman show? Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yes. MJ's, MJ's Big, Big adventure. adventure. MJ's Texas Adventure. <laughs> There's no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> Silly person. <laughs> For Pee Wee's Bicycle. Oh, God. That was a the huge basement. bicycle. That's huge. The Alamo. Oh. Like, what the hell's that? <laughs> I don't know. Someone, someone's trying to find Pee Wee's big adventure, big bicycle you know, at the Alamo. At the Alamo. So all right. So, so okay. So we so, got we got to find a bass player for next week. I picked the last bass player. I picked Sting. Oh, don't go there. Don't. That's that's heavy, bro. Well, all right. Well, then we got to pick somebody. That's not no, it's it's your call. You can do that. I picked the last one. So it, it looks like we're going to go with Paul McCartney next week. Uh, that's, that's, it won't be next you week. Know, It'll be in, in two, weeks. two weeks. You know what? You know why we're picking him? Because his birthday was yesterday. Oh, that's Sir that's Paul, That's, Sir that's Paul. why he was, he's 77 years old. is the winner and we will talk about him and celebrate his 77th birthday that's the plan that's the plan Stan so no no next week you had a gig or something um, I'm at the phrase oh that's right you said that already yeah I, I have a gig you have a gig it's uh, funny how bass players end up with a gig gigs. well you know you got other things there how long is Lancer gone two weeks a month he's he's gone yeah. through he's, August he's never coming back no <laughs> Little does little does he know, but we've traded him for for a vocalist and a saxophone player. That's uh, there's more to that than you know. Uh, but no, uh, I'm gonna play bass for a little bit this summer, and that's good. That's it's good. always good to play bass. It's a good thing to play I love bass. Playing bass, oh. bass is a good thing. Yeah. So, all right. So I guess we uh, have concluded our night's festivities. The festivities have concluded, and on this note, I will say, Vinny. <laughs> say good night, Jr. Good night, Jr. Thank you. Drive through.